I've been elected twice to lead this party. I'm very proud and very honoured to lead this party. All my energies go into leading this party. All our party members' energies go in towards campaigning for this party. You might as well ask a horse to fix a merry-go-round. I mean, he'll try his best, but mostly he's just going to get horrified. Welcome to episode 38 wow. of the Gristle Digest, the weekly podcast that comes with a free Article 50 wall chart, Ooh. so you can plot out the last two years of prosperity for a generation. Uh, <laughs> today is the 12th of March 2017, my name is Orip and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? How do? Yeah, I'm alright, mate. Yeah, yeah, no complaints here. Good stuff. All good. <laughs> um, top stories this week, Paul. Go on in. Uh, went to work on Monday... Triggered Article 50 on Tuesday. Huh. We were negotiating on Wednesday. <laughs> and on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we pull by Sunday. <laughs> um, <laughs> the date for triggering Article 50 looms over Theresa May like the shadow cast by Donald Trump's Ooh. massive head. Uh, Downing Street <laughs> have remained tight-lipped over exactly when they will trigger Article 50. Though most figure it will be before... Uh, the Dutch election on Wednesday, where right-wing anti-EU candidate and budding 80s pop star Geert Wilders <laughs> uh, threatens to make an upset. Oh, no. uh, dodgy, neck- <laughs> yeah. dodgy necklace nepotistic waffle mouth and Secretary for International Trade Liam Fox <laughs> uh, did, however, throw his meaningful opinion into the mix, uh, informing journalists that it will definitely be this week. Or next week, or the week after, Ooh, uh, as he was escorted. <laughs> as he was, yes, exactly. As he was escorted to his car by a shirtless Filipino boy about half his age. Um, M- May had originally vowed to trigger Article Fifty by the end of the month, uh, but her plans have changed following the windmill-spinning antics of Wilders over in the Netherlands. However, she still may still fail to beat the Dutch punch on Wednesday if the bill fails to pass smoothly through the House of Commons on Monday, meaning that for the next few days. Phil May is going to have to put up with a bit of a grumpy Teresa who will probably just want to eat her dinner quietly and listen to En Vogue and then play a few <laughs> games of Panda Bingo on her phone and just go straight to bed. Um, next story, Paul. Uh, just you wait, Henry Higgins, just you wait. Uh, t- t- Turkish president says Dutch will pay the price following rise in Turkey, Turco Netherlander diplomatic tensions. Uh, <laughs> Two points about that title there. Just wanted an excuse to say, just you wait, Henry Higgins. No real relationship. And also, I reckon I've coined the phrase Turco Nederlander. I think you so have, let's hope that. I reckon let's you've given birth develops. to that. That's going to be... Yeah, let's hope that develops. Oh, uh, hashtag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, the EU's favourite bad guy and no close friend of democracy, Turkish President Recep Erdogan, has once again adopted a classically measured tone by telling Holland it will pay the price after its recent expulsion of several Turkish uh, politicians. Mm. Erdogan, known to stir more shit than a sewage tank engineer, had sent Turkish MPs into Holland to gather support amongst Dutch, uh, Dutch residents uh, Turkish voters. Uh, the voter rallies planned across the country
country could not have come at a worse time for the Dutch, uh, what with their imminent doom likely to be handed to them uh, this week. And so the authorities prevented the Turkish politicians from entering the country or sent them home if they'd been sneaky enough to get in. Uh, When Erdogan learned of this, he threw his Nintendo Wii out of the window and arrested a thousand more judges. Uh, Then Mrs Erdogan gave him a back rub and he fell asleep. Uh, Turkish Foreign Minister... Uh, the Turkish Foreign Minister, keen not to be outdone by his mild-mannered Premier, uh, branded Holland the capital of fascism. Wow. Uh, <laughs> recently, after similar rallies were banned in Germany, Erdogan had accused the Germans of Nazi practices, uh, which went down... That's true once. Uh, with <laughs> way, uh, which went down with Angela Merkel about as well as those pics Vladimir Putin sent her where he's given himself a mangina. Um <laughs> Final story this week, Paul. Go on, it's Trump Watch. It has oh, to be yes, really. It's got it. um, another week, another firing. It's oh. business as usual for Trump. Um, Wowzers. After his bizarre wiretap allegations a week ago, it's been a relatively quiet week for Trump, with just the occasional scandal <laughs> and high-profile government firing to while away the hours. Some say this is because Trump, awake 24-7 for the last two weeks in a combination of energy drinks and amphetamine suppositories, has been spending the last few days sleeping in an oxygen tent with loads of needles coming out of him like in the Matrix, injecting his entire body with Botox and ombre solaire. But every week has been has has to have a firing, and this week it was District Attorney for Southern New York, Preet Bharara, mm. after he refused to sign uh, w- uh, resign uh, when Trump... Uh, sorry... Uh, can we start that one again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after he, sorry, so after he refused to resign when asked by the Trump administration, of course, the decision to ask him to resign and then fire him was not handed down by now disgraced scrotum sack. Oh, wait, it was. It was Jeff Sessions <laughs> for sensible reasons. No, uh, but Bahara had made a name for himself in recent years, coming hard, uh, coming down hard on corruption and financial crime. His investigations across New York have rumbled the swollen bellies of fat cats across the city, and it's probably no su- comes as no surprise that Trump Tower happens to fall within his jurisdiction. Uh, so Trump once again removes any prospects of opposition in a more ma- in a move more Machiavellian than a KB- KGB's agents pulling tactics. <laughs> uh, so those are the stories this week, Paul. What um, a bloody week again! Oh, they keep coming, don't they? Some pretty, fast. some pretty big ones. We'll start. We'll start at the top. Uh, we'll it. start with Article 50. Um, Oof. Two years until, yeah. Yeah, so end, end of March, it's, they're doing it. They're doing well, they, it. I mean, they could do it this week. Yeah, the yeah, they I could, they could um, do it tomorrow. The, the bill passed yeah. this evening. The future's bright. Oh. Which is not great. Um, <laughs> in short. But, yeah, it, I mean, Theresa May as well. You sort of feel... Oh. I, I don't. I, like, they've now... I think the things so the, the House of Lords had put through some amendments like one of them was to guarantee the rights of EU citizens mm-hmm. and I think that those amendments were defeated today yeah yeah I, I'm pretty sure they were yeah and it's kind of like and I think the argument is what we don't want to show any of our cards when going yeah, into yeah that's, that's it they're, they're literally using human lives as bargaining chips which is like a phrase you hear yeah. so often you become slightly mute to it but but our government are using human lives as bargaining chips that's pretty fucked up isn't it <laughs> yeah um and also not a great it's not like a great plan because uh, it's not like it's like a hidden thing that they've got that yeah. no one knows that they've got yeah, <laughs> like it was a fucking amendment on a bill <laughs> that the what, house of lords voted on levery it's old out fuckers there now. in spain and stuff like that i mean what is, yeah aren't we basically yeah. just, just i mean fucking those guys up yeah. as well right yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It, it, yeah, we've got we've got people in the EU as yeah, well. Yeah, like we've bugged, got a few but, million um, people there, right? So like, 
and I, I think as well, like I would, I would, well, not expect, but I wouldn't be surprised if there started to be a little bit of anti-British whatever sentiment in the places where Britain Brits are living in in the EU. Do you yeah, know what I wouldn't mean? be like, surprised. Which could be a little bit, which wouldn't be great, would it? Um, I, I think it's going to make us hard for us business-wise as well. I, th- I think they'll be yeah it, like that's that's really not going to be fun. No. New. Um, new. <laughs> new. Oh, well. well. Luckily, I work for an American company, and they're not at a... Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, oh, oh. Ah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, next story, Paul. It's... Um, yeah, cheer us up. Turkey. Uh, it's <laughs> cheer Turkey us up with some Nazis and, and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, it's um, Turkish President Recep Erdogan having a go at Holland, saying, you know, come and have a go. But yeah. it's because the Dutch um, kicked out their politicians so they were they were kind of like state it's weird i mean they were, they were staging um political rallies turkish political rallies in holland for a <laughs> turkish election so in, in a way you can kind of understand it's a bit it's a bit do you know what i mean it's like outsourced it's a bit weird it is um, a bit that's odd isn't it yeah it's but odd. at the same time like booting out politicians that perhaps have a right right to at least be in the country is, is mm. a little bit extreme but um that's it Especially when uh, they're really, really only doing it to placate Nazis, aren't they? To like, the, yeah. Know, so the government, the Nazis. you know, are taking a harder but, line so get builders won't get in, whatever. That's, that's like that's. But but also it's like that that's that's certainly one thing. But also, I mean, there there is the counter argument that, that I mean, Rissa Erdogan is oh yeah, is basically spends most of his time putting judges in jail and he does love a know, judge in jail, quelling he? ridiculous twenty four hour coups and shit. I mean, he's not. Um, <laughs> He's not exactly uh, the most progressive of and enlightened of leaders. I don't know if I'm going to regret saying that, but um... well, maybe you're not a judge, are you? <laughs> if if you are a judge, <laughs> then he will hey, he'll lock you up in a heartbeat, mate. To be honest, he loves it. Yeah, it's all he's about. I mean, I must be. I must confess, Paul. I'm. I'm. When I think about Rissa Perdigan, I'm drawn um, to the wise words of mm-hmm. Lars Lucky Rasmussen. Who is Denmark's oh. prime minister? Mm. Who said that um, democratic principles are under great pressure in Turkey? Um, and I think that he or she is probably right. Um, they certainly so are. They would definitely be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they they interestingly amidst all of this, mm. you know, an anti-Turkish feeling in parts of Europe, it would seem, um, <laughs> the French of all people. Um, oh, yeah. Have actually allowed 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 one of these rallies in in Mets, uh mm. saying that it doesn't really pose a problem to them. Which, in a way, <laughs> given what the French have been like recently, it's yeah. quite it's quite interesting, isn't it? It's like, a bit, isn't it? You know, we yeah. won't let women wear burkinis, but we'll let you have these political rallies. Um, <laughs> what a burkinis like to stir mean, up more trouble in it. That's the trouble. That's the thing. <laughs> But they, but I, I suppose the point, it, the, it's just a weird situation because they're sort of like they are rallies in support of a, a sort of cause and an argument which is entirely outside of the country where the rally is being held in. Um, the uh, the the problem, and it and it, it probably wouldn't genuinely cause a public order disturbance, but um, but the cause I suppose for which it is for is a little bit the guy's a bit of an asshole. Let's be honest. So yeah. maybe that's why, but so, I don't know. I don't know. Erdogan's obviously accused the West of Islamophobia. Um, yeah. Austria has said no to his rallies as well. Um, and uh, despite 
and 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 the Dutch Prime Minister, in response to Erdogan calling, you know, um, the the Dutch the capital of fascism. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, the Dutch Prime Minister just states he doesn't really. I think he could have responded better than this. He just basically says, "This country was bombed during the Second World War by Nazis. It's totally unacceptable to talk in this way." And yeah, like, that's, that's have... not really denying it, is it? You're just sort of like me. <laughs> yes. um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it doesn't just, really answer the question, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it? Yeah, it's just a bit like, um, okay. <laughs> but also, you could have just like dismissed it as well, completely offhand as being just the ludicrous ramblings of a madman. You know, yeah. really, like much easier than don't, that. Don't but... entertain him with your crazy exactly. notions. Mr. Rutter decided not to. Um, well, anyway, last story this week, Paul. And it's just Trumpo, the big oh. Trumpo. And before we dive into Trump, leader of the free world says, Paul. Ah, oh, um, go on, let's do it. What's he been The leader of the free world says, despite what you hear in the press, uh, healthcare is coming along great. We are talking to many groups and it will end in a beautiful picture. Cryptic is how I'll describe that. Um, yeah, we are talking to many groups picture. and it will Ooh. end in a beautiful picture. Um, he didn't tweet a picture. Um, he didn't describe a picture. He just said a beautiful picture. So that's and the trouble the with that is, is they're, leader they're of the free world looking for healthcare and not pictures. So yeah, that doesn't seem True. like the best plan. True, right, I don't reckon no, you put that um, one through. Yeah, a few doses of pictures when you've got like cancer probably won't do much. But a picture won't um, do much against cancer. That's no. I mean that's you know that's taken even homeopathy to a to a slightly. A slightly bonkers level, to be honest. Clutching at straws. Oh, so, but he's uh, his main, his main, his main sort of bullshit this week has just been, mm. yeah, has been. It's been a quiet week. Genuinely. By Trump standards, yeah, by Trump standards, there's still just you kind know, of some... like the wiretap things yeah. rumbling along in the background. But that's you know, it's still quite. That. It it's a testament to how low a bar Donald Trump has set in in the eight days ago he said that the former president of the United States illegally wiretapped him and that's in that's enormous and just a few days later you're like <laughs> well do you know what nothing's happened since then nothing's that's happened really, do you know what he's doing all right yeah yeah that yeah. how that's incredible and uh, you know he still hasn't come out and presented any evidence and you know senior republicans are asking for it and I genuinely reckon he's he's basically awake all the time and he has been yeah. sleeping in a fucking oxygen tank. I, I think you've nailed that. I think you, you've absolutely nailed that because I reckon know, that's crazy where he's been. And he's but he was famous before, you know, all all of this lot for you know like basically not sleeping. You know, he's yeah. like you know, like gets like two hours sleep a, a fucking day and stuff like. But that. then, like every now and then, do you know what I mean? He has to just go into like yeah the sort of repair chamber. And, well, uh, you know, there's only for, for thirty six hours. There's only so much cocaine will get you through. <laughs> yeah, you know he's exactly. got to go in for like you know I don't know intravenous yeah. Red Bull or something like that. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> flush just, himself just out, slathering with like ombre, ombre solaire and a bit of mm. like you know, it. but stuff. The dodgy old yeah. firing, isn't it? Old um, what's the chap's name? Pre pre Preet Bahara Ba. Ra-ra. That's it. So he Ra-ra-ra. was he was about to launch an investigation into Fox News as well, wasn't he? Like that. He uh, seems like a pretty good guy. He seems like <laughs> he was, super super safe. He, he's like 
he yeah he he was um he was obviously an Obama nominee oh yeah which means that he had to go <laughs> it seems oh, but uh, yeah he was known for his kind of corruption and mm. stuff like that kind of practice um his district attorney but yeah he is he, he um ref- all of the uh, Obama appointees as DAs uh, were asked to resign yeah and he refused <laughs> and so i think and, and and so they fired him <laughs> and so i think that they were about to issue a statement to say that he resigned as well and so he preempted it and got out on twitter and yeah. was like, just clarify i've not resigned i was fired mm. da, 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 da. um and then he's kind of refused to take calls and stuff from the president like a bit of a badass which is quite funny but damn um yeah that's and no one's doing anything about it, really. It's all well no. and good, people talking about it in the news and being all like, oh, my God, but it's... But, yeah. like, yeah, literally, there are zero consequences for all of the things. Imagine if politicians had just knew they could have got away with this shit. For years, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? They've just been walking on oh, fucking eggshell, eggshells. Think of the careers ruined Damn. just for some, yeah. some relatively basic shit, for fucking nothing stuff compared to like this standard do you know what I mean like yeah it's it's remarkable hell. you're absolutely do you right mean like yeah, Ed, yeah, Ed right. Miliband ate a bacon sandwich and looked a bit funny and people were like fuck off can he be prime minister yeah alright that, that career over this guy true just, you, you can do anything okay, fucking... yes I think even if he murdered someone his, tri- his supporters wouldn't do anything about it oh and there'd be a good reason you know he murdered them for America yeah. or something like that yeah exactly <laughs> or, we're or great just again flat now. out down. It was Obama. Obama murdered him. But there's a video. You yeah. can see Trump's tiny hands around his neck. Front him. <laughs> yeah. Obama's hands. Such a lie. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, uh, <laughs> well, well a, rather, a rather somber ending to this week's top stories. <laughs> somber week, wasn't it, really? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> On this day in history, uh, last week was the 5th of March, and the theme was impossibly precise dates for historical events. Oh, yeah. And fact number one, uh, and my sort Mm -hmm. of opposition to it, my sort of point was that none of these really affect, one of these is a fact, (laughs) quote unquote, but none of these are actually fucking facts. Anyway, um, (laughs) fact, quote unquote, number one. in 1409, Sir Walter Desdemona introduced lemons to English people. Fact number two was oh, in 1558, yeah. Francisco Fernandez introduced smoking tobacco to Europeans. And fact number three was in 1969, Mehmet Tursay introduced high fives to the Turks. Um, do you remember which one you went for? I think I went Turkish high fives. I think you went Turkish high fives. Uh, and the answer was. Ooh. In fact, Francisco Fernandez uh, introducing smoking tobacco to the Europeans on oh, the fifth no of on the fifth of March, fifteen fifty-eight. Fuck off! Like yeah. fuck off! That didn't happen like that. that. Like, they're next yeah. to like bloody like Arabia. Mm. Europe is next to like Arabia. Don't tell me they've been smoking tobacco for fucking ages. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, it just happened on one day that a European, the first European, had a fag. Fuck off! You know what I mean? That's like. It, just- he peered over the fence. Yeah. Hey guys, look What's at this. Uh, you What's that of, you've uh, got there, lad? You got tobacco. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like he He's turned up at some that. like palace and showed like the queen of whatever <coughs> some tobacco. Do you know what I mean? I get it. Yeah. But that's not the same, is it? It's that's not the same. <laughs> it being introduced that's to the Europeans. It. Yeah. Like I, one day. 
that was the thing I took exception with, Paul. That's all I'm saying. Um, well, I think I think you're quite you're quite right to. Well, to um, you can't I take let that shit stand. You can't. You can't. And Give I, I take. take a mile, uh, I take less exception to the theme of this week or the facts of this oh, week. Oh, go on. Uh, what we got? So this week is the twelfth of March, as you know, and the theme is celebrity drug busts. And by that Ooh. I mean drug raids, not uh, a pair of boobs made from drugs. Um, ah. So celebrity drug busts, and the right, options are. In 1967, mm-hmm. an ounce of heroin and 58 needles uh, was found at Janis Joplin's house. Um, Believable. Fact number two, in 1969, 120 cannabis joints uh, were found in George Harrison's, in George Harrison's house. Um, mm-hmm. Or fact number three, in 2014, half a weed brownie was found in Craig Davis' house along with seven massive <laughs> Oh, <pillows>. no way. <laughs> no way. No, so that's <laughs> obviously not that one, right? Don't even play that, Craig. <laughs> so, the options were. I'll have, I'll have many things poo pooed on this show, sir, but not Craig David. The options... <laughs> you leave him alone. The options were in 1967, so ounce of heroin and 58 needles in Janice Joplin's house, 129 mm. cannabis joints in 1969 in George Harrison's house. Or in 2014, uh, 2014, half a weed brownie and seven dildos in Craig Je- in Craig David's house. <laughs> seven dildos, one for each day. <laughs> one for each day. Exactly. What do you reckon, Paul? Um, so, what do I think it is? George Harrison, he did like his weed joints. He yeah. did like his weed joints. That's you're, a lot of rolling, though, isn't it? That's a lot of rolling. Yeah, why would whatever you, it was. Yeah, rolled up to 120 one day. A fucking weirdo. Like or does it... You need to smoke them in between, George, mate. That's, that's where yeah. you're going wrong yeah. there, fella. I like. I love. I, lo- I, I love doing weed. Music just rolling. Um, so, or Janice Joplin. So Janice Joplin. Joplin she loved. She loved a bit of scary. Oh, she, she loved a bit of heroin, mate. She fucking loved it. Oh, she did. Oh, she was always on the old scag, wasn't she? Oh, she loved it. And how many needles? Fifty needles. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. And that's very fifty-eight needles. Hmm. I reckon. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Joppers this week. Joppers. Janus. 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 Joppers with the old skeg. Janus. Joppers in the skeg. Answers next week. What? The Moss Report! Moss, Moss. Yeah. Uh, this week, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week on the old Moss Reports, tabloid newspapers, and what a great fucking shower of shit they are. Now, um, in recent weeks, I've sensed the subtle change of tone in the Great British Press. I mean, all of the usual staples have been there, as they help keep the pages in. <laughs> waka waka. Uh, but amidst the uh, typical xenophobic, tit-fueled celeb bashing, they've started shitting on the Tory puppets that they've enjoyed playing with for so long now. Following Phil, the sexiest accountant in Westminster Hammond's budget last week, where he broke oh, yeah. multiple manifesto promises, most prominently hiking the national <laughs> insurance rates for the self-employed, the front pages of England's shittiest papers were dragging the Chancellor's dull name through the dirt. It was as if he had dared to show compassion for a refugee or something. Uh, mm. Then, just this very weekend, I noticed once more 
for our good friends in the tabloid press were slinging mud in the unfamiliar direction of our lizard overlords, the Conservative Party. This time, the knives were out for knuckle-faced Popeye impersonator David Dave Davy Davis. And, hmm. uh, and what did the gutter rats of Fleet Street have to say about Davis? Well, he looks like a lemon squeezed through a kangaroo's bum. <laughs> they did say that, and Probably. they were quite right. They were a guardian, <laughs> Probably. <said> that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will, uh, I will tell you what they fucking said. These cunts had the fucking audacity to give Davis shit for not having a backup plan if EU negotiations fail. After fucking years of telling us how we don't need Europe, how better off we will be, how casting off the shackles of Brussels and ridding ourselves of the imprisonment of the single market will mean innovative jam and blowjobs for everyone, they are now all WTF over WTO. The brazen fuckers. Um, But I'm looking forward to that jam, man. Me too. It better be fucking good jam, right? Mm. Mm -mm. Brexit jam. (laughs) Brexit jam. <laughs> oh, that's my jam. <laughs> oh, my Brexit jam, y'all. <laughs> oh, they playing my Brexit jam. <laughs> um. Anyway, where was I? Brazen <laughs> fuckers. Um. But like all parasites, what makes the tabloid media dangerous is their ability to adapt. Very soon, the reality of Brexit will be upon us, uh, and as businesses close uh, and jobs are lost, the anger is bound to rise. And the red tops in this country are starting to sow the seeds to make sure that none of that anger is pointed at them. Now that we have voted as they have told us, they will step back, and I can almost guarantee you that the line will be how good Brexit could have been, how it should have been all that they promised you, but it was executed by incompetent Tory fools. Be angry at them, not at us. Here, buy this. You won't believe what Lily Allen said about Churchill. <laughs> this, this is how they fucking survive. They appeal yeah. to the fears of the world changing around you. They plant more fear and then they exploit that to push their own agenda. And when that agenda is proven to be a pile of dog eggs, they deflect the blame to the people who did exactly as they pressured them to do. They're despicable shit rats. Shit bags. <sighs> but you have to give them credit, to be fair. I mean, the level of fiendishness it takes to continually exploit morons like this and still have them coming back time and time again for some footy bants, racism, and a bloody good wank over Diana. It is impressive. But, Yummers. unfortunately, uh, and like a good proportion of, uh, of the UK, uh, I'd hazard, I guess, around 48%, uh, I'm not a moron. And chances are you aren't either. But we are going to have to deal with the tabloid fueled bullshit fallout of Brexit. And although there will be some solace in the fact that the likes of May, Johnson and Gove will feel the scorn that they deserve, I'm also aggrieved, as once again the fetid maggot of British tabloid journalism will excuse itself from the judgement it deserves. The utter, utter bastards. Wow. I'm Paul Moss, and that's a Moss <laughs> I'm Paul Moss. <laughs> Look at my fetid maggot. Um, <laughs> fetid good. That's, that's what's going on. That's what's fetid going good. on. Positive spin. Right here. <laughs> so, 
Well, no, you're absolutely bloody right. Um, yeah, no, it's funny how they they're like turncoats. Yeah, but, I but mean, still, they do right. They'll survive. It'll be the Tories, not them. Oh yeah, Although they've yeah. only done the Tories are doing literally exactly what they're told to do in newspapers. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's hard to at the same time it's hard to feel sympathetic for the Tories. As oh such, yeah, as they, no, they fuck have them like as well. Just like, walked into this bullshit yeah. situation where they've hoovered up a bunch of propaganda that they may mm-hmm. or may not believe. Um, but it and also. Um, yeah, they they're kind of groping their way through it, so I I, I get it on that point. But I also it's funny that the tabloids have jumped on this because it just shows who mm. owns them again. Because absolutely, you know, at the end of the day, like the what was funny about Hammond's little um, proposed increase in national insurance for self-employed people was that um, you know for a lot of people, like if you I think if you were taking like seventy k or something on as a self-employed person, it was going to impact on you like by about a couple of hundred quid, yeah. like which is not much and and you know bear in mind a lot of self-employed people put their money through a company so only pay corporation mm. tax on it anyway and and are not paying full income tax like you would be if you're paying paye then then actually it's fine like they can afford yeah. to pay a little bit more and it's just hilarious that actually despite all of the brexit despite all of the all of the nonsense or whatever and the, and the sort of right-wing nationalist nonsense that the sort of classic tory concern of money and not wanting to pay tax like mm. kind of cuts through all of it you know what i mean Absolutely. and like it's uh it's just you know the son is owned by murdoch he just doesn't you know he doesn't want to pay more tax it's just it's just complete <laughs> it's just it's just so blatant you know what i mean like he'll, he'll throw any ideology out the window if it looks like it's gonna cost him a few bob and and the tabloids are just seemingly a little a, a device for people like him to do that it's fucking <laughs> the fuckers the fuck bags What happened next this week, Paul? Oh, hello. Um, and this... It's back, actually, after a while, it seems. <laughs> and this week's theme is party political broadcast, or political advertising, as it's known in the States. <laughs> uh, or or how it used to be known before it was banned entirely <laughs> in, the, in the next few months. But, um, yeah, and these are all actually clips from US political adverts. Oh, um, nice. So the first one, and... It's from uh, a Joni Ernst camp uh, advert from her campaign from uh, for the U.S. Senate, mm-hmm. and uh, this is actually Paul. It's not a what happened next. It's a what happened before. Oh wow! Um, flipping the so flipping the script on me. Flipping the script. So it's a case of you know, um, you've got to kind of work out what what's been said <laughs> before she goes on to make an explanation. Oh, nice. So let me give you an example. <laughs> she kind of like sets the premise and then goes on to sort of explain it. So if I give you an example, like, um, you know, I could I could say something like, I'm just a regular man. I work hard, I pay my taxes, and, you know, I have sex with my wife in missionary position twice a week. <laughs> just a regular guy. So, like, the bit there would be, I'm just a regular man. And then I go on to explain it. Do you know what I mean? So right. you need to, it's, it's the same I've in these. Work, so I've got to work out what she is from what she's explaining. Exactly. She sort of makes a statement like, yeah, I'm this or that, or I did this or that, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like something about her, and then goes on to explain it. So that's, yeah, that's the premise. Well, let's have a listen to what happens after, and you can see if you can work out what happens before. Oh. My parents taught us to live within our means. It's time to force Washington to do the same. 
to cut wasteful spending, repeal Obamacare, and balance the budget. I'm Joni Ernst, and I approve this message because Washington's full of big spenders. Let's make them squeal. So, <laughs> wow. I think the important bit there was right at the end. Um, so, did you hear that? She said, Washington's full of big spenders. Mm -hmm. Let's make them squeal. And then there was a pig noise. Oh, wow. So, what oh. happened before, Paul? She's American. She's waffling. Was it something like, now I'm just a good old farm girl. And then she goes on about America or something like that. It that's very close. Oh. It's very close. Do you want to have a? You can elaborate a little bit more, if you uh, want to. I'd bring in. The, I'd think about the fact there's pigs. There was a pig noise. Oh, I'm just a. I'm just a pig farmer from Arkansas. Kind of along those kind of lines was it? Did she go it's into close. more? I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you half a point. Oh, go on. I'll, I'll take give it. You half a point. I'll take it. Um, do you want to have a listen to what happened before? Go for it. I'm Joni Ernst. I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm. <laughs> so when I get to Washington, I'll know how to cut pork. So that's... Wow. I, 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 grew up. I would have had to go into some wild specifics to have gotten that one, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but she grew up castrating hogs on a farm. Someone had to. So, someone had to. So that was well before. Um, oh, wow. In America, before. when they say throwing the old pigskin around, is that what they mean? That's what they mean. <laughs> That's the gross, America. Pig's foreskin. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Wow. Guys. Grow up, America. That's... Um, next question, uh. Paul, is also what happened before. Oh, I love um, it. And it's a clip from former Tea Party Senate candidate in 2010, Christine O'Donnell. Oh, um, O'Donnell. So Donners. O'Donnell. So Odies. let's have... A listen, shall we? Stop. I'm you. None of us are perfect, but none of us can be happy with what we see all around us. So much, much shorter clip Ooh. there. None of us are perfect. So it was, none of us can be happy. And with she what just. We see all I think the, the clue there is at the start. So she just says, "I'm you," and then goes on to say, "None of us are perfect," etc. Is it this like, is more yeah. difficult? Yeah. I'm a regular, fat, useless American just like you. No, no. She doesn't just go straight no. in, so I'm, uh... Ooh. I'm a gun-loving Christian fundamentalist just like you. I'm not perfect. But Jesus the, the, is. <laughs> no, I think you're gonna... No, I think you're going a bit... Down a crazy I'm, path now, mate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna struggle with this. It, that's it. All right, I th it's a tough one. It's, it's a tough a, it's one. A tough um, one. All right, mate. I'll give you the answer. Let's have a Let's listen. Go for it. I'm not a witch. <laughs> I'm nothing you've heard. <laughs> so the answer is, I'm not a witch. <laughs> I'm not a witch. I'm, I'm nothing you've heard. Uh, so that's I'm not a Frankenstein. Christine. I'm not a werewolf. <laughs> but I am a Republican, which is far worse. I am a, a Tea Party Republican. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the final question, Paul, is mm -hmm. actually is a what happened next, ah. uh, and <laughs> it's from Rick Perry's recent presidential campaign. Rick Perry, uh, and it's one of Rick Perry, one of his ads. So let's take a listen to that, nice. shall we? I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm a Christian. But you don't need to be in the pew every Sunday to know that there's something wrong in this country when. So, 
You don't need to be in the pew to realise there's something wrong in this country when... What happened next, Paul? Ooh, let's see. American politician. Does he go sexism? Does he go racism? Does he go... What's wrong in that bloody country, Paul? Everything. Um... You know, there's something wrong in this country when you see good, <laughs> honest, good, honest white folk hanging around with them blacks. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not. I mean, it's it's the wrong subject matter, but the sort of the spirit is right. It's not about race or anything like that, but the general spirit is definitely right. <laughs> I'll give you half a point for spirit. <laughs> oh, come on, let's, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so what is the answer? <laughs> know that there's something wrong in this country when gays can serve openly in the military, <laughs> oh, the but our kids can't openly celebrate Christmas. <laughs> Get the gays, of course. The gays can serve in the military, uh, openly in the military, and children can't celebrate Christmas. Uh, Wow. What a horrible place that must be. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Literally none of those... (laughs) Either those things aren't bad or aren't happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. But anyway, so that's... That's what this week's what happened next. You got a total of one one point, one full point. Oh right! So, that well is, I think it's a new um, new top score. It's probably yeah, new put top my initials at the put me initials yeah. at the old arcade well score done. there. Yeah, nice. And just write C O C or something like. Arrow cheeky. S. Yeah, yeah A <laughs> to the double S. Boom! All right, I'm the S man, baby. <laughs> Sub edit a slam, y'all. Uh, slam, slam. Um, four more headlines each that we toss at each other. Um, Let's do this. In a slam style. And come up with a sub edit a line. So, first one for you, Paul, from the Daily Express yeah. as ever. Oh, classic. Uh, and it reads, <laughs> of course, and it reads, Lovely in Lemon. The Queen makes quick outfit change for Commonwealth Day celebrations. Oh, she's lovely in lemon. Eh? I can't believe that wasn't reported in more papers. You know, oh, yeah. Queen changed some clothes. Um, it was the, a quick uh, outfit change. A quick, sexy, <laughs> <laughs> the sultry monarch, ninety-five, <laughs> showed off her uh, dazzling pins and ample assets in a low-cut <laughs> leather outfit. She burrowed <laughs> off to <her>, it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, the Madge's Fadge. <laughs> La Madge. La Fadge de Madge. Um, right, first one for you, sir. This is from uh, Farming UK, uh, where I get all of my get all of my farming news from Farming UK. Oh, big, sh- big shout to them. Um, farm installs lasers to keep poultry chickens safe. <laughs> nice. Um, farmer also installs cameras at local playground to keep children safe. <laughs> uh, or you just keep an eye on <laughs> Just keeping an eye on them. I don't know what the problem is. I mean, I've got a problem with me keeping an eye on them. Just as I see her in my trousers so down, it's hot in here. Like, it's I fucking like, hot in here. the videos in case I missed anything. 
Yeah. Nothing sinister. It's hot in here. Oh. It's hot in here. So I've got my trousers down and I've got a cold. That's why there's tissues here. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> next one for you, Paul. Yep. It's, it's from, uh, and, and, and sort of aptly in a way, Cornwall, Cornwall Live. Uh, and <laughs> Cornwall Live. <laughs> Cornwall Live. That's the best kind of Cornwall, that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and the headline reads, Contents revealed of mystery blue barrels washed up on beaches of in Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> Contents of mystery Contents barrels. Contents of mis- revealed of mystery blue barrels washed up on beaches in Cornwall. Blue barrels washed up. Um, fury in Washington as Mr. Trump's monthly supply of Viagra gets lost at sea. <laughs> oh no! Uh, but Melania oh, no. seen smiling for the first time, maybe ever. <laughs> 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 Take that, Mr. President. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Right, next one for you, sir. This is from Iowa's finest, Des Moines Register. The Des Moines Register. For all All of your register news in the Des Moines area. Um, What I learnt from two years photography my feet. Yeah, that's that's it, as it's written. What I learnt from two years photographing my feet. Mm-hmm. What I learned um, from two years photographing my feet. Right. Uh, local Trump supporter recalls learning which button to press on his camera. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew it was one of them. <laughs> uh, it only took me two years this time. God damn it, it's toes again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it next time. Um <laughs> Someone's like, you don't have to develop it, mate. It's digital. He's like, I know how to use a camera. Thank you very much. Uh, (laughs) Turns up at fucking snappy snap. Anyway, um, next one for you, Paul. It's from Mm -hmm. UB Post, which... Oh, UB40's news magazine. Yeah, it is UB40's news magazine. It's also the leading English daily in Mongolia. Uh, And I feel like I might have used it before. Um, And the headline reads, The War... Yeah, exactly. The, the headline reads, The War on Terror, Through the Mongolian Lens. Oh, wow. Yes. S- sobering. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I feel really bad. I'm not entirely sure what the Mongolian outlook is. Um, it's, it, well, I guess yeah. It's a lot like the War on Terror through a regular lens, but, but some Chinaman's put a wall in the way. No! <laughs> Wait! Oh, Chinaman! <laughs> I would have thought it been Sorry, Mongolia. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I would have thought it would been something along the lines of, um, you know, they're just thinking about how it affects the price of, like, yak milk or something. Yeah. <laughs> yak milk is fucking expensive now, so yeah, I'm pissed. Don't even up the price of yak milk. I don't know how they talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure they're like talking a little bit but... like... Hello, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm Mongolian. I'm from Mongolia. Um, There's borders around that area, don't they? I don't know. It's about that. Uh, what, have you, what have you got for Geography me, Paul? Right, uh, next one for you. This is from uh, catholicnews.com. Oh, yeah. Catholicnews.com. Um, sin is scary, but God is always ready to forgive, says Pope. So, oh. yeah. uh, the, the Catholic Church's numero uno makes surprise appearance in Belgian child porno. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like pokes in there, do you know what I mean? Just like to remind people. Um, and most of the people watching, are, 
And most of the people watching are like bishops and shit anyway. So, um, Bashing captive, bishop, o- <laughs> cap, 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 captive <laughs> audience. Uh, the last one is, as ever, from uh, The Guardian for you, Paul. Ah, uh, wonderful. And, and the quixotic headline <laughs> reads, Can optimism make you, make you live longer? <laughs> it's in The Guardian, so I'm sure we're about to tell you it can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't read the article, but I think the uh, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> the conclusion was no, it can't. Um, no, optimism oppresses gay people. That's what it says. Um, can optimism <laughs> make you live longer? Um, yes, it can. But government issues a strong warning to dyslexics, but opium can't. No, <laughs> <laughs> the dyslexic joke. <laughs> Take that. I don't thought that the sub real sub editor headline uh, should have been "Can optimism make you live longer?" and underneath it should have just said "I bloody hope so." <laughs> and I, yeah, and I was going to go along those lines, but for yeah, but li- in- readers, listeners at home are probably doing that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the last one for me, Paul? Right, last one for you, sir. This is from um, this is the I use this the great website, actually, great great news publication, Construction Inquirer. Five and Eden nice. Construction News. I haven't that's, read that uh, in a, at least a couple of weeks. That's it. And this one's going to be close to your heart, this one. Oh, yeah. Um, Spurs blame Brexit for skyrocketing stadium cost. Well, um, the mighty, mighty. Um, but, let's be honest, the club says that given that Arsenal were behind Brexit, <laughs> it's just another reason to hate the scum. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bloody <laughs> Brexit gooners. <laughs> Yeah, you Brexit goner scum. <laughs> Fucking Brexit goners. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings this week's war subeditor slam to a close. I don't know what I was it doing. It certainly then. does. Um, and I think the score is thirty-four yep. and a half to mm-hmm. twenty-one mm-hmm. in my favour. Um, <sighs> so somehow I've managed to forge two wins on the bounce. Unlike Scotland doing rugby. <laughs> Three. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not really take that. Scotland, um, yes, yeah, Scotland. Uh, so there, um, and that brings this week to a close. Um, thanks everyone for listening. We'll try and be back again next week, no doubt. Do follow us. We'll on try and Twitter. be back before a fifties triggered. For sure, we won't be. We, I don't think we'll be back before then. That's fine. Uh, they're saying in the March, we've got ages. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> they'll do it this week. Oh, Sneakily. Who knows? Maybe by the next episode of the Royal Digest, we'll have triggered Article 450. Oh, wow. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. Who knows? What a world um, we live in. Exactly. Exciting times or not. Uh, <laughs> depending if, on how you view it. If he loses, I'm going to try and get uh, Gert Wilders to be live on the show with us as well. Oh, yeah. Mr. Wilders. Only if he loses, we'll see if we can get him involved. Yeah. You need to see it. We need to have a video special right. for that, though, to see his, his lovely 80 face. Oh, he's got a great 80 Oh, um, follow us on Twitter at Crystal Digest. That's uh, easy. Subscribe on iTunes, Podbean. Uh-huh. Follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe on there as well. Catch you next time. Sarah. Check it out, y'all.